G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Talking some more today about freedom of speech. We were talking recently, Camille, about being offended, how easy it is to be offended ourselves, how easy it is to offend others. And as soon as there's regulation in all of that, it almost creates an ammunition that people can use against us if we were the ones saying something that might be offensive. Let's talk some more about the enemies of free speech. There are many enemies. Well, Neil, indeed, free speech is that precious rare human right that has been valued in the West but has been under continual assault. I believe probably from the beginning, but especially in our time, because when there was a more overt Judeo-Christian foundation in society, freedom of speech was pretty much unshakable, because in part, people were a little more civil as well. Let's bear in mind that the public square has become very rancorous and poisonous over the last decades. And that's because of what we call the cultural civil war in the West. It's half a century old, pitting the neoliberals or progressivists against traditional social conservatives. It's not been a very pleasant situation. And to me in Australia, one of the greatest examples of it, it's been a while though of this example, and that was the Republic debate, so-called, where it was not really a debate. It was very, very abrasive, abusive, uh, and all that kind of thing. Well, fortunately, we had a referendum. That referendum was decisive, and most of us have moved on, and that's good. So the people of Australia had a say in that issue. But when it comes to the enemies of free speech, we tend to think of people like uh, Sharif and Saeed Kouachi, the two brothers that invaded the Charlie Hebdo magazine, or think of the North Korea who wanted to suppress the filming of a fictitious movie of their their leader, Kim Jong-un. These guys are not the greatest enemies of free speech. I say out of the cultural civil war has come things like hate speech legislation, anti-discrimination, and all these legislations that are basically suppressing free. They sound pious. They sound like we want to protect people. But what it does is it's trying to seal our, our citizens in bubble wrap, afraid they just might get offended. We can't live like that. It's stifling, it's suffocating, and it's wrong. How do you then try to regulate the way people might be able to be offensive without actually having a law? That's a good question. How do you regulate the offensiveness of people? And of course, offensiveness is one thing. When you raise it a few degrees, it goes from offensiveness to blasphemy. Now, of course, I'm not for blasphemy, and I'm not actually even for offensiveness, and I'm not for discriminating against people on the basis of their race or other things. Nevertheless, in a free society, we have to allow diversity. If you suppress one group in the name of not offending people, 
eventually all of us will be suppressed in the process. So just bear in mind, when we had a Judeo-Christian foundation that was overt prior to the cultural civil war that started in the 60s, free speech was much freer than it is today. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.